I'm recording. I'm recording. You recording? I'm recording. Dude, we got an email. Some dude who he loves the show, but he hates it when we do accents. Yeah. Is it the same guy who hated the all British accent? No, this is a different guy who hates the shit we do. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm okay. You're okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Let me re- let me get to the email. By the way, welcome to the show. I'm I okay, love accents. Okay. By the way, so well, yeah. I want to read his email because uh, I appreciate his perspective and all that, but I want to respond to it. <clears throat> all right. Anyway. First of all, welcome everybody. To I'm okay. You're okay. We're glad you're here. I'm Bob. This is Clint, and uh, we're gonna get right into some emails today because you know why? Because here's what we're not. We're not goddamn Radiohead people that won't play Creep. They're only hit. For 25 years. We're not that. We're not fucking Radiohead. You know what we do? What we are? We're Kiss. We give the people what they want. <laughs> I don't know if we'll go that far. We serve up the fucking hits here on I'm Okay, You're Okay. And so if somebody has a a question or a complaint, we get right to it. Man, you were opening up the floodgates, bud. I'm going to forward all these to you. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, here's what he has to say. All right. He's got two. All right. Uh, this is from Doug MacLeod. He says, hey, guys, you know Lucinda Williams. Any funny stories? I think your listeners might like to hear it. Maybe more than accent improv amateur hour after hour. We are not on the tour bus. I'm a big fan. I mean well, and I like what you do. Uh, that he, dude does not like that. And then he wrote another email that says, keeping it short, Elvis Costello, thoughts on his lyrics and songs? Also saw Martin Sexton, who blew my mind, and Bobby Schnizder, who also blew my mind. Must have been 2002. Anyways, Elvis Costello and uh, Martin Sexton, anything? So here's what I want to say to Doug. So Doug doesn't like our accents. Okay, fair enough. Here's what I don't want to do, Doug. Tell stories about Elvis Costello and Lucinda Williams and Martin Sexton, because that sounds fucking boring to me, dude. Dude, here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I really want. I want to turn on an electronic device and have somebody that I don't know very well tell me exactly how they feel about music or something else like that for a long time, but not be funny or interesting. Just tell me how they feel about the melodies and the lyrics. <laughs> and uh, so that I can then go listen to it and go, oh, this music that the guy was so passionately talking about sucks all the dicks out of my ass like i got all these dicks in my ass how they get there what happened but this music has sucked all the dicks out of it and now i don't have any dicks in my ass so now i'm just shitting everywhere because the dicks were stopping the shit from pouring out into my room now my room's covered in shit and all the dicks have been sucked out because of this music that this person was so passionate about so yeah i'm with you man I wish we'd talk more about what we like when it comes to music. Good email. Next. I, I oh, like, excuse I like. me. Next. <laughs> By the way, in case you're wondering what accent that next was, it was Australian. <laughs> but let me do it in a British one. Next. I think I think the best. Ask, just let's go around the world. Okay, let's do uh, India. Next. Ireland. Next. Australia. Next. New Jersey. Next. Canada. Next. France. 
They can't say the X. <laughs> French are French are unable to say an X sound. Germany. <laughs> Next. Ukraine. Next. Oslo. <laughs> Next. Milan. Next. Tokyo. Next. Cozumel. Next. <laughs> Dude, what are we doing? We could be talking about Lucinda Williams right now. What are we getting ourselves uh, into? Dude, we're wasting time. Let's get right into the fucking critique of uh, Lucinda Williams and her 19, like 80, 89 to 92 work. All right, let's keep moving. Do we have any other emails? I do want to say, first of all, I appreciate Doug. You know, he says he means well. He loves what we do, and I appreciate that. But here's, here's the For, here's Here's what I really want to know. Is Doug a Patreon member? Because if he is... No problem. But if he's getting this content for free and he's not part of our Patreon, Doug, Doug. He's saying he's not on the tour bus, but guess what, Doug? We are. And and we're doing the show. (laughs) We're on the tour bus. That's what this podcast is. Here's what we did. We opened the door and let everybody, like, you don't have to be in the band. You didn't even have to come to the show. We just opened up the door, come and hang out. Now, if we're doing too many accents for you, Get off the tour bus. There's plenty of other tour buses to get on. We're glad you're Anyways, on this one, but yeah. By the, by the way, that's my feeling about it. I love accents. Well, I mean, it's just important to me, and I think it's important to you too, and I think it's what ultimately makes the podcast interesting, but it's important to me to have fun, that, that you and I are enjoying our friendship and having fun out in public. That's really what it is. We're doing our friendship. We're doing. We're talking the way we talk when we hang out. Oh, We're yeah. just doing it with microphones on. So as long as I, me and you are having fun, as long as the accents are making us laugh, that's always going to be the guiding dictum of the podcast. And right. yes, I said dictum zip. Now, dictum. All right. <laughs> Bob and Clint at jmo.com, by the way, if you want to write in. Thanks, Doug. Glenn Maynard writes in. He says, <laughs> speaking of accents, bro. By the is, way, th- thanks, Doug, for by the, the way, email. Appreciate really appreciate it, it Doug. Thanks. <laughs> Bob and Clint at gmail.com. Uh, Glenn from Melbourne. Doug's going to love this one. He says, good day, Bob and Clint. I'm the Glenn that featured in the recent episode where Bob so accurately nailed my accent while my drunk mom was mad at me when she supposedly <laughs> didn't rate you guys when you were the only ones who turned up to see you at the Melbourne leg of your Aussie tour. Oh. Uh, I was out for a walk listening to that episode and was pissing myself laughing at that bit. Good thing we have to wear masks here in Melbourne outside so the people who saw me wet my pants didn't know it was me. Thanks for the constant and regular laughs. The way you two bounce off each other with amazing wit and rapport and humor is something I look forward to hearing twice a week now. Cheers from Melbourne, Australia, New Jersey. Glenn. Well, see, that's that's what we like here because you know what it is at the end of the day? You and me both. Can I speak for both of us, Clint, for just a second? Sure. And I'm not even going to use an accent. Actually, I'm going to use an accent. I'm going to use an American accent from the Midwest, but also colored a little bit by where I live in Texas. So as far as I'm concerned, what I sound like is a Midwest accent. But some people might be like, oh, you know, that's a bit of a Southwest accent. Okay. But uh, that's the accent I'm going to use. Okay. So I think it's actually maybe... If you use this type of language that is accent free, but I am not sure. We use a non-regional diction here at I'm okay, you're okay. Absolutely no accents were appropriated during the making of this podcast. <laughs> we have 
We have strained out all accents in our podcast, making sure that it is an accent-free zone so that your ears will be comforted by not hearing any kind of an accent of any kind. Using technological algorithms, we have obliterated all hint of accent. <laughs> we, we, rest, we rest comfortably at night. We sleep a peaceful sleep, the sleep of the damned, knowing... <laughs> <laughs> Your ears have not been subjected to any accents of any kind. <laughs> the sleep of the damned. <laughs> yeah, dude, the sleep of the damned is the most peaceful sleep. Why? They have nothing to worry about. They're damned, dude. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they do. They're damned. People that have to fucking keep it. T- they have to keep their ship shape. Ship and shape, dude. Those people have all kinds of worries. They're like, mm, is there too much dust on the console? Because I want to stay, I don't want to be damned. And the damned are like, fuck it. Oh, you just shit yourself. Who cares? I'm damned, bitch. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing now? Sleeping. How long? I don't give a fuck. Because I'm damned. That's how long. Because I'm damned. It reminds me of a band that a friend of mine had in high school called The Hell. They were a punk band called The Hell. <laughs> what the hell? The hell dude, Bob, their, <gasps> their big song was called Sex Knife. Oh, went, no. And it went, Sex Knife, Sex Knife, Stab, Stab, oh, Stab, no. Stab, 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 oh. Sex Knife. Oh, God. God. That's not right. Not a lot of people went to their shows. <clears throat> All right, we got another email <sighs> from uh, Jason Z. Guest. Oh, he's, I know Jason Z. Guest. I think he's, he's in, in the, the poetry machine. He's in the machine. poetry machine, yeah. Yeah. He says, I was okay until you two clowns went into the boot up software of public grieving DOS mode, which triggered a snort of coffee all over my shirt while driving in a downpour. Glad I didn't go off the road. Thank you. He says, love the show. Keep it up. Oh, nice. This is, see, here's the deal, dude. Can I speak for both of us? Please. Please do. Here's what we are. We're sensey. We're pretty sensey. So when you say, hey, I love the smell of your skin. I love how, do you put lotion on your skin? Because it smells and feels so smooth and, and nice. And you, both you and me, with our low self-esteems, are like, oh, well, they like our smell of skin and feeling of it. And we feel good. But then someone goes, your skin's ashy and shitty. You and me are like, Mm, it is ashy and shitty. <laughs> I don't feel that way. Well, not with your skin. No, no, no. I'm saying I, I'm not insecure about what we do. I'm extremely confident in what we do. That doesn't mean I like being told some shit. I don't confuse that with insecurity. Well, my biggest problem is like I want everybody to be happy. Yeah. And and if 99% of the people are happy and 1% aren't happy, I'm scared. And that's the way I've always been my entire life. It's why I'm good at what I'm it's why I'm good at what I do because that's, that's mommy daddy. That's mommy daddy stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, it makes me great at what I do because I get on stage and I'm so scared of failure or uh, somebody not being satisfied with what I do. I, I give it all I've got because I'm so scared. So, you know, so if, if that's why, dude, that's why I'm so glad that I'm not like fucking Drake or Taylor Swift. Imagine how much shit how much shade is thrown at those people just because they're celebrities by people like it would destroy me if I had to read all that. I mean, there are huge, huge swaths of people who will always hate both of them just because of who they are. Yeah. And that's, that's the cost of having more people 
adore who you are. I mean, you you can't be adored by that many people without catching some shit for it. It's it's some sort of cosmic justice. I don't well, agree with about, it, but the the thing about where we are, the only people that know about us are people that like what we do. Yeah. Even even people who are like, you know, wanting to say, "Hey, maybe don't do this because it's not as good as you think it is or whatever, you know, they have their, they, they're just, they're doing it from a place of like, Hey, we, we, I want the show to be better for us. Like they care about us. And, uh, that's a generous, that's kind of, that's kind of nice. That's a generous interpretation. I we, think, I think that's the way it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. Um, I don't, I'm a little more pessimistic than that. We deal with it on the, the uh, Metallica podcast quite a lot because, I know you listen to that podcast sometimes, but you may not know, but we we do a whole bunch of characters. We have maybe 15 different characters we do and sort of reoccurring bits. And we get emails all the time. People love it. People, It's much like Jason's E-Guest. People have to pull their cars over. They're laughing so hard. And then we have people who really hate it. And right. I appreciate both perspectives. I get it. But what am I supposed to do with that problem? This right. guy loves it. Couldn't even drive his car for fear of killing people. He was laughing so hard. I have to take that seriously. And then I got the guy that's like, it really sucks. It's just not funny what you do. You're not funny. Right. Both valid, but what the fuck am I supposed to do? Other than, and here's why I land on this, and I mean it. Guess what I do? I follow my fucking heart. I follow yeah. my heart. Where's your heart right now? In my chest. Oh. <laughs> Is so it follow, always in your so chest? So I follow it right here dude, that's where I'm the, sitting. Dude, you don't even need a GPS, dude. It's just there. Like, what are you doing? Hey, why aren't you doing something? Oh, I'm doing something. Follow what are my you heart. doing? Because it looks like you're not fucking doing a goddamn thing. Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm following my heart. Baby. Okay. All we can do is just fucking be in the moment and try to entertain ourselves. And enough with that. Let's move on. Yeah, let's keep going. <clears throat> now, back to what people say. <laughs> <laughs> back to Back to constructive <laughs> criticism. And now for constructive criticism with emails with Clint and Bob. We awoken from a sleep of the damned here to tell you we follow our digital hearts. Ones and zeros, zeros, ones. Ones and zeros, zeros, ones. Do we have more emails or are we done? We're tapped out on emails, bro. Oh, we're tapped out. I th okay, well, we're if we don't out. have any more. Can we talk about, uh, can we talk about that podcast that Joe Rogan and Duncan, what do you think of that Duncan Trussell guy? I liked the, him. The, funny, obviously God. comfortable in his own skin. I love that guy. So let me set this up. So Bob sent me a Joe Rogan podcast. My sense of you with Joe, and I think I'm the same is I generally like Joe Rogan, but I do not listen to every episode. It's pretty much no. just if there's a guest that I know. Right. If he has Maynard James Keenan on, I know that's going to be an interesting conversation because they both do jujitsu. They both are into psychedelic shit. You know, for example, you know, I don't I don't lo just love Joe Rogan. I'm not bought into his whole deal the way I am with Sam Harris. I'll listen to anyone on Sam Harris's podcast. So you sent me this podcast with him and Duncan Trussell, who I had not heard of. And you were really moved by you listen to it as a way of like something to aspire to for our show for I'm OK, you're OK, I'm not OK, you're not OK. Well, all right. Can I all right, get, go ahead? No, no, maybe I'm getting go, go ahead. No, no, that's exactly why. So the reason I sent it to you is because. I agree with you about Joe Rogan. I think he's great at what he does. He's done a thousand podcasts. He's really good at it. He's a smart guy. He's he's, he's interesting. His stand up his stand up's really funny, but he, that's not what his show is. His he's not trying to be funny on his show. He's just trying to learn about the world and 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 he has interesting guests. 
from all different areas of the spectrum. And sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not. The reason I sent you this thing is because he's really good friends with Duncan and their conversation was basically two guys who, when they talk to each other, it elevates each of them to a different area. So like right after I listened to that podcast, I listened to Duncan Trussell's podcast and it's not as good. Yeah, It's him, him alone or him with other guests is not as good as him with Joe Rogan. And same with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan with uh, e- Elon Musk is not as good as Joe Rogan with, with Duncan Trussell. And I think that's you and me have a thing where we can talk to each other and it elevates both of us in a, in a way just like, you know, you have friends, you have people that you know, that when you interact with them, it brings out a part of you that you really like. Mm-hmm. And that's what you and me have. Like, mm-hmm. you bring out a part of me that I like, and I think I bring out a part of you that you like. And uh, and and we have that when we have conversations. And that's why I send it to you. Yeah, I, I, I it was a very easy to listen to. They were both smart. They, they had a good rhythm. I think one of the things that we've had to work against this whole time is never being in the same room. Right. Those guys are in the same room. Once we once we started doing the the Skype, it opened up a little more, cracked open a little more. But yeah, there's yeah. just so much you lose when you don't have that. Think about how many episodes we did where we could only hear each other. That's so strange to think about now. Yeah, I like looking at you and watching you sort of get upset or get bored <laughs> yeah, or get annoyed. Like something about that really kind of gets it makes me happy in a weird way. <laughs> that's killer man <laughs> i don't know what it is dude when i when you sent me that here's another thing about joe sometimes though when you sent me that podcast you're like hey give this a listen it's really good it's you know these guys have a great thing all the stuff you just said and i'm like cool so i'm on a i'm on a trip back from the beach and i, I pop it open it's five and a half hours long I know. i'm like dude it's so crazy and then listening to the interview and joe's like i guess they had gotten high before it joe's like i'm too high man i'm like that's why it's five and a half hours long dude because sometimes he'll eat some mushrooms or he'll smoke some weed before he does those and they'll just go on the his with post malone he had post malone on as you know i'm a huge post malone fan so i was so excited to hear that and it's so bad dude because they're both so stoned it's just they talk about aliens like when he gets into that like alien shit i i tune out i find all that dude. really boring Speaking of aliens, Here we go. I just watched, no, I just watched this thing on Hulu that was amazing. Independence Day. No, it was, uh, I'm going to find out exactly what it was so I can tell you. It was the best UFO thing I've ever seen. Just tell me about it. So it's an alien documentary about, um, I don't know, they just put all this, they they have all these uh, like NASA uh, astronauts and pilots and uh F is it what's the flight organization FAA it's all these people talking about uh alien encounters and UFO encounters and uh reverse engineering the spacecraft and all this inf- just all this information that this one doctor who really got into it like 20 years ago he's just collected all this information and now and then he talks about how they've you know decided to uh, put all this information out that's sort of like misinformation to kind of to fuck. Look, yeah, misdirect and, and Mister right. Yeah. Anyways, when you see it all put together, and they have just stunning like a uh, video of a you know of stuff that was shot you know 
but all put together while these people are talking about their encounters with aliens and stuff and or or just alien or just ufos basically uh man it's worth it's just worth watching i love that kind of stuff you know i remember being i remember being on the bus of you and you were always watching ancient aliens yeah and that's on hulu too but that's not what it was i wish i could find out maybe they've taken it maybe it got maybe the maybe the aliens took it off because we were we were too close we were learning too much they're like look we just want you to watch independence day and think it's like that well I mean, they might have scrubbed it. I mean, it was. Who scrubbed it? The government? Maybe. I've heard from a couple of sources that the new Christopher Nolan movie is not good. It got bad reviews. <clears throat> and I I feel, I mean, it was bound to happen. Very few people make it make it out alive without making some something bad. Almost every great band has at least one kind of weird record. Great directors make weird, bad movies. But he didn't really have any bad movies until now. But I'll have to make up my own mind, of course. But have you also heard that about Tenet? I mean, I just saw the Rotten Tomatoes reviews for it, and it wasn't good. It's like 60, 60s or something. Dude, this fucking alien movie has been scrubbed from the internet. They were talking some. They were talking mad shit about the government. Like, well, what were they saying? Let's get into what at least what it's about. They were saying Dude, the government's covering up the fact that aliens are known. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're, they're, well, basically what they were implying is that, so in the 40s and 50s, there were some aircraft that, that there were some crashes, you know, all that Area 54 shit. And then since then, there was some, there were organizations that were, that were put in place to reverse engineer the stuff that they found. And then since then, that sort of, become its own clandestine sort of operation. And now even like the, the president and the Congress and and these people don't have, it's like a need to know basis and they don't have the information. Like Clinton talks about like when he became president, he's like, Oh yeah, I want to know everything about area 54. And there was nothing to learn. Is it area 54 or area 51? Fucking, I don't know. (laughs) I think it's area 51. And I haven't even right. seen this movie. All right. Now I'm going to have to look up Area 51. <laughs> oh, God. Area 52. <laughs> I'll meet you in the middle. Area 52. <laughs> Area 52 and a half. Come on, bro. Secret government facility underneath Area 51 in the movie Zoom. Oh, it's it's a different. It is Area 51. Yeah. I think most people. I think that's known. What's Area 52? Area 54 is a dance studio in Nevada. <laughs> Dude, see this right here? Right here, yeah. You can't see me, but if you're if you're if you're watching, if you're just listening to the audio, it's this area right next to me where my hands are. Is that area fifty two? This no, this is area one hundred and twenty three. <laughs> just this part right here. It doesn't. There's seem, nothing in there. Yeah, it doesn't just, seem that you're hiding alien life in there. There's nothing there except for just some air. Well, let me ask you if they cover this in the documentary because this is one of the crazy, you know, drug inspired tangents that Post Malone and Joe Rogan go on about aliens is that there are aliens in the government, human like aliens in the U S government. And that, and that this is well known. I mean, <laughs> that's hard to, it's hard to take that. seriously. I don't nah, There yeah, are, man. there are demons in the government from hell. Now I'll grant you that, but I mean that humanoid I, I, aliens. You know, here's the thing. I just feel, I feel like all, with all of that kind of stuff, 
if there was an alien in the government or aliens in the government, at some point, somebody would be like, oh, this motherfucker's an alien. <laughs> and that's just never happened ever. So that leads me to believe probably no aliens in the government. It's kind of like AIDS. Like when people were getting AIDS. Oh, boy. Okay. I know this is controversial, but dude, there was never any heterosexual white men that got AIDS unless they had a blood transfusion, but nobody got it from sex. And if there would have, and I, dude, it's a conversation for years. I would, every, every time I'd hang, I'd, oh, you're a doctor. Do you know of any heterosexual white guys who have AIDS from sex? And none of them. None of them had any cases and there wasn't anybody in the news. There were, And when Charlie Sheen got it, I was like, well, there's Charlie Sheen got it. He's a white heterosexual guy. Turns out he was not only sharing needles, also doing some bisexual stuff. So is that, is that true about Charlie Sheen? I don't know. Is that some Studio 52 stuff? <laughs> That might be from Area 52. That might be Area 69. Did I'm you, not sure. Did you get that from the Area 52 Gazette? <laughs> that was Area 68. <laughs> God damn. I don't know. But, oh, or that guy from a Dallas Buyers Club. I was like, oh, there's a guy. Turns out, no, that's, that's the guy. No, that's the guy that I'm confusing with Charlie Sheen. He <laughs> was bisexual. The, the Dallas Buyers Club guy was. Okay. So he was having sex with men and women. Charlie Sheen was sharing needles. That's why he supposedly got I just it. can't imagine liking something so much that if I was in some weird dilapidated crack house and some fucking di- dying junkies like, here, use this. I'm like, that's a good idea. I want what's in the needle so bad that I'll do that. I can. I can imagine it easily. Because what you do, it's it's everything I've ever done in my life that's not been good for me. I get this idea in my head. Oh, I can get away with it. You'll be like, you, you justify it in your head. You go, this guy I think has AIDS, but I think I can actually, if I clean this needle just perfectly and then give it a little zap, even if there's AIDS in it, I can get by with using this needle. Like you'll justify it. You'll go, I can get away with this. Every bullshit thing I've ever done in my life, it's it's predicated by, oh, I can get away with this. Hmm. And then, wow. of course, you get, then you got AIDS. Well, I'm definitely not trying to make light of <clears throat> the addiction. I just simply don't, I don't have like a empathetic framework for it in, in that way. I feel bad for those people. I, I do feel like people who are that strung out are pretty sick. They need medical help. Right. The thing that people don't understand about addiction who aren't addicts is like my ex-wife, for instance, is not an addict. She's not an alcoholic. And she only knew me as a sober dude. Like I never, she met me after I quit drinking. And so we would be going somewhere and she'd be just like, you know, she couldn't understand why I couldn't have a drink. Mm. She's just like, well, just don't have a lot of drink, you know, just have one drink. And she would, she would buy an out, she would buy a beer and she wouldn't finish it. And I would look at her like, what the fuck? You're not going to finish that beer? Guess what I did not do when I was drinking beer? Leave a beer unfinished. Dude, you know how many times I fucking drank just Lucy beers that were hanging out? I did that, that too. People didn't finish. Yeah, but, I did that too. And you know how many times them Lucy beers had cigarette stubs in them? Oh, I've never done that. Oh, my oh, God. I've, I've done that many times. 
You don't want to waste beer. Well, one of my signature moves back in the van touring days is we'd be at a bar somewhere and be hammered. But you know, you've been around me, having a good time, life of the party, telling stories. I'm not crying into a sink or getting into fights with fucking frat boys. I'm usually having a good time. I'm usually told the next day that it was a large time and I don't remember it, but leaving the bar and just any drink on the bar on the way out, just goop, 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 yeah, goop, goop. Giving those drinks a happy home. Just not, just, yeah, just settling the score. You don't want them orphaned. You don't want them orphaned at some drink orphanage somewhere. Like a Russian child who becomes a serial killer. Oh, what happened to that beer? Oh, we sent it out to live on a farm. Did you? Did you? Yeah. A farm where nobody touches the beer and then the beer grows up to be a serial murderer. But the thing is, they didn't send it to live on the farm. They poured it out. Oh, well, they put they they put it down. You know what I'm saying? We're like, where did Fluffy go? The dog. Murderers. Alcohol murderers. Yeah, Fluffy went to live a happy life on a big farm where he can roam free and 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 hunt geese with with wonderful, wonderful other wild animals. That's where Fluffy went. That's where they're telling me they sent the beer. And you know what? That's not where it went. Right. That's not where it went. They poured it out. Right. But here comes Hoppy Santa. Here comes Papa Bear. Here comes Papa Bear making sure that all these drinks find a happy home. Mami belle. Uh-oh. Did I use an accent? Don't worry. We will scrub that portion of audio and remove any accents. If you use your accent scrubber 5000, you can wipe away all accents from your favorite podcast. Get the new app, Accent Scrubber. <laughs> On your, wherever you get apps, on iOS or Android. Compatible with both iTunes and Android. We take, let's, don't want to listen to Deepak Chopra talk about some bullshit uh, in his accent. Use the accent scrubber. It'll sound like this. Hi, I am Deepak Chopra. Today we are talking about the inner realm of reason. Is the moon really there if no photons exist to reflect the light? This has been Deepak Chopra. <laughs> I can't stand Deepak Chopra, dude. <laughs> I, I, today on uh, Australian Film Review, we're reviewing uh, Russell Crowe before, after. Today on Australian Film Review, we're interviewing Russell Crowe. Hi, Russell. How are you doing? I am doing fine. You do you do Russell Crowe. Okay. Today we're interviewing Russell Crowe. Hi, Russell. How are you doing? Nice to be here. Uh, Russell, you have a pretty uh, thick Australian accent. Where are you from? I'm from the deepest recesses of Melbourne. Yes. Hughes knew. Auto scrub. <laughs> scrub those pesky accents right off your favorite podcasts. And we're about to scrub a dub the fuck out of here to the Secret Weekly. We want to thank everyone for listening to the show. We do appreciate you out there. You can write into us, bobandclin at gmail.com. You can become a patron at IOK. Oh, fuck. Uh, Patreon.com slash the letters IOK. Get on board. Support the show. If it makes you happy, it brings you joy. You think it has value. It's basically just like a cup of coffee a month. And honey, you get a bunch of nice stuff as a bonus for doing it. Right, By the pop- way, we, we pre-scrubbed this entire episode because we did the entire episode in a hungarian accent exactly this is this is a big commercial for accent scrubber nine thousand accent scrubber is our new sponsor (laughs) so thanks accent Accent scrubber Scrubber. you can listen to the song club you can listen to metal up your podcast and you can have a fucking good day 
and enjoy your life and take care of yourself and your family. And we will see you next week. Peace. Auf Wiedersehen. (laughs) 